have a very, very special show this week. We're sitting here with the one, the only, Koshiguru. With our experimental co-host over here, Shalom Bear Nemenev. So we're very, 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 very happy to have you here, the Koshiguru himself in person. Um, how are you doing this uh, fine evening? What's up, what's up? I felt with that introduction of a cappella, I felt like I was in shul. I had to stand quiet as the a cappella was playing. So I, beautiful. I hear you, like chazanis in a sense. Like chazanis in a sense, yes. So we're also sitting here with our uh, very, very special esteemed co-host over here, experimental to go host, as he said, Shalom Bear Nemenev. Hey guys. How, it's how a, are you? It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. One second, so I'm an esteemed guest, and he's an experimental co-host. Oh, yeah. We're, would you, would you like we're to be, trying stuff. Would you like to be characterized as experimental guest? <laughs> no, no, I don't really experiment with anything except for food, to be honest with you. But I just find it so exciting, you know, experimental. It sounds like chashev. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to start off with grinding everything. So, the Kushu Guru, that's not your real name. No, it is. I changed it legally. Would you like to see my ID? What you, what you, what you, no, my, my, <laughs> keep it on me. My parents would no, shoot please, me. Please, my please. parents would shoot me. I, I, I can't. I, I wanted to. I toyed with the idea. Are, are you Are you scared of that situation? or? I am scared of that situation. You know, I, 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 I show up to the airport and they ask for ID. I, I travel a lot. I'm like, uh, what's your name? I'm like, Koshiguru. I'm like, your parents did not name you Koshiguru. <laughs> Exit now. So, but, uh, no, that's not right. So name. everyone no. knows you as a Koshiguru. How did you become the Koshiguru? Hey, how much time do we have on this show right now? We have around, I don't know, whatever time you want. It's up okay. to you. Okay, so... Uh, the, the abridged version. The abridged version. Okay. So, I actually started out in the kosher food industry when I was 15 years old. I grew up in Queens, New York. And unlike other kids, I wanted to have a job. I wanted to start earning money. I was like, yeah, I want to buy things. I want money. Um, I want to be responsible for my own things. And I got a job at a kosher deli takeout on Main Street, Queens, called Mazon, which is no longer there. They actually are very, very big caterers right now. Um, and I started off working behind the deli counter on Fridays. At the time, I was an MTA for uh, high school, for yeshiva. And there was no, I don't know if you're familiar with MTA, but there's no yeshiva on Fridays, especially before Pesach's month, because kids come from all over the area. And to travel into the Washington Heights area... On Fridays, when the Shabbos is so early, there was no school on Fridays. So I worked there Fridays, the Shabbos rush, and we had a counter of slicing meats and, and Shabbos packages and specials. And I, I got into food and loved it. So I started working in the kitchen, got into the catering a little bit, you know, doing Shabbos uh, bar mitzvahs, Kadeshim, everything else. It was, um, there was a lot going on over there that really taught me a lot about um, the kosher food industry. And I loved it. And throughout yeshiva and college, I kept working for them and working up and started running catering jobs. And I was the assistant director of catering. I felt so, oh, wow, this is amazing. And throughout college, I thought I'm going to go become a lawyer, want to go into politics. And I got stuck in the kitchen cooking cholent <laughs> and kegel. That's, and that's every single mother's dream in the Jewish community. Their son is chef, cook. Anything regarding food or either the attorney or doctor. Yeah, then why are my parents embarrassed? They said you should have been an accountant, a doctor, a lawyer. What are you, a cook? Well, I'm not, I'm not really a cook. But start uh, you know, doing catering and had my own catering company for a while, but for other caterers. 
actually worked in here in Brooklyn for Pomegranate Supermarket for many years. Oh, we love Pomegranate. Was their general manager uh, for about three and a half years. That's awesome. Then when Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf came into New York from California, uh, Douglas Sokloff, who uh, was the creator of Dougie's, sort of put that whole deal together, and I became their uh, more or less director of food service. I produced and manufactured and ran their entire food service program for as long as they were open here in New York. And between my time from pomegranate into there and other um, food ventures, a lot of people kept calling me and texting me and messaging me and WhatsApping me. Hey, uh, could you help us out with this? I'm opening up a restaurant. I need help out. I need help with this. So with a friend, we started doing restaurant consulting and food service consulting on the side. This was before Instagram. Facebook wasn't really, you know, uh, as big in the sense as big an influencer uh, marketing in, in back then. So we were getting messages and emails and phone calls all the time. This one recommended us to this, to that, to that gig, to the next gig, to the next restaurant opening. So my favorite was always helping restaurants open and create. Um, design from the menus to labor staff. Unfortunately, we had to do, which you do see a lot, what's called a turnaround service. There's restaurants that are not doing well. Right. And we would go in and we'd sit there for a few days, a few weeks, take notes, work with the staff in the back and front and see... Um, if there's anything that we could do to... Turn it around the sense. Turn what, around what, service. What Gordon Ramsay does in the sense. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes we would say, you know, we thank you very much, but there's, you know, just take your loss now, close up now, walk away. Sometimes we're like, okay, we got a great game plan. Um, ABC is what we think you should do to get you to XYZ. And some restaurants are like, great, let's do it. And some restaurant owners, of course, they know better than us. They're like, no, we're happy with who we are. And so, then a so few months, they were honesty, gone. do you believe in letter grades? So letter grades are just here in New York City. Um, I honestly do not believe in them. I really don't. And I'll tell you why in a second. I'm going to backtrack for one second. Or we're going to fast forward. Then the whole thing with social media came and Instagram came and I had to come up with a name for my Instagram account. I don't know why, but a Kodesh Baruch put in my head Kosher Guru and it just took off. People loved the name, I guess. I was quirky. I was funny. I was cute on Instagram. Um, yeah, my mom and dad still say I'm cute, but anyway, conversation <laughs> for the time. And that's when Kosher Guru took off, and we sort of rebranded and refigured our entire business model to more into marketing and media advertising, as you could say, with influencer marketing because Kosher Guru became big. But then to go back to your letter grade question, why do you ask that question, out of curiosity? I don't know. I just, I've lived in Brooklyn for most of my life, and all I see is the. Letter grades and letter grades and letter grades and more letter grades. So you wonder if they mean anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so me being that I probably failed every class in high school and college, I'm not into letter grades for an apparent reason. Um, because do you, do you think stores should be receiving an F in their everything? So here's here's the problem. Let me, let me tell you something. A lot around the country do not have letter grades. And the Board of Health Inspector, I think it's called the New York City... Uh, Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, that's just what it falls under. They come around and inspect maybe once, twice Me- a year. Mental hygiene. That's part of the name. Don't Google it. You'll find out that everyone always asks that question. Whatever. What, what does mental hygiene have to do with food? I'm not sure, but it falls under the same yeah, department you, you in New York City. You know how it used to be that. Listen, I, I, I don't know. Really, really bad food can be, can be mentally distressful. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know, it's, it's in problem. seminole Eating poisons. Eating and cooking on Thursday night could do that for you. <laughs> oh, no. Of course. In seminole poisoning, it's even more distressful, okay? <laughs> so, you know what? You get, you know, you're in yeshiva, you're in school. You take one test. Is that test going to define you who you are? Maybe you had a bad test that day. Maybe you had a great test. Maybe you're the worst student all year round, but you had a great test that day, so now you're everything, so you're amazing. But you're really not. You're just like me. You're like, whatever, not amazing. But anyway, so these letter grades, restaurants and places, first of all, when, when 
I don't want to give away all the secrets, but like when they see an inspector come in, there's like a Morse code. Chaim, 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 Chaim. And like, you know, some more whatever. And I was running the back to putting their gloves on, handnets on, running around, covering all the food, making sure everything's cold, putting thermometers in their pockets. What's the restaurant equivalent of shoving the laundry under, under the bed? Exactly. That would be, that would be Bordeaux, okay? <laughs> See, I, I love Bordeaux. I, gotta say, I love Bordeaux. I love going there. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's why they have curtains. <laughs> so, so with that being said, everyone's running around, and all of a sudden, everyone walks out. A clean apron, a clean chef coat. Their hands are, you know, in gloves. Uh, Looks like a Disney movie. Exactly. So you know what? To fool a health inspector, food inspector, you know, once or twice a year to give you an A or whatever. The guys that are seeing these, those like my guys. That's my kitchen. That's where I eat, man. I eat the food off the floor. Come on, cover your hands. Who does that? Uh, but all joking aside, I, I I honestly do think cleanliness is very very important. I honestly do. Um, all joking aside, it's very easy to fool, or I don't want to say fool, but to impress an inspector on one inspection. So am I into letter grades? No. You know, psychologically, do I like eating in an A? Yeah, I like eating in an A, because when I eat in a D, I can eat at home. So what, to most stores in Brooklyn, have you, you've probably been by many stores in Brooklyn in the area, so we have many of our listeners, majority of our listeners in the Brooklyn area. Do you believe in the health grade in the Coney Island Avenue, Avenue J uh, district, where people are eating either on Kings Highway or something like that, do you believe in cleanliness? Do you do you think? So I believe I, I I honestly go to the people that are grade pending because I am always eating at the places grade pending for five years. The grade is still pending. Sure. You so know what that means. When it, when it comes down to things, also, do you believe in Ashkenaz food like Kugel, <laughs> Kishke, or Sephardi food, Kibbutz and Bosak? So it's not my you, you're asking a kid from an Ashkenazi family who grew up as Ashkenazi as Ashkenazi can be. What? I went to Yeshiva Flappish. I, I lived in both worlds, okay? Listen here, Borough Park. Don't start throwing at Yeshiva Flappish <laughs> just because you, you, know, you want to show you more modern over here in Brooklyn. You see, I'm tan. It's okay. <laughs> okay, you're tan. Your radio station is right on the beach in Brooklyn. You're tan <laughs> in the summertime. Yeah, dude, it's August. Relax there, buddy. All joking aside, um, I'm going to be, once again, blunt. I don't have a preferential food, whether it's Ashkenazi food or Svarti food. I love food. I do. Look at me. I'm fat. Everyone heard that, right? Hold on. I'm fat. I admit it. I'm good with it. I try going to the gym. You even it just have the work. kosher hashkacha on your T-shirt. Yes. We're not going to say what it is, but yes, exactly. Um, oh, I, I saw the lettering. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got Chabad and Barapak. We, 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 we have to be very strict. Uh but in all, in all the truth, of, like everything, I've seen the food on your Instagram page, and I know that's only a fraction of everything. How do you get to taste such delicious food? So I want to take a step back and tell you, I pro- even today I was out by uh, Waktov because I actually like the nine days menu. A lot of people don't like nine days menus, so I went to Waktov, which is a you know inexpensive fast food takeout store. I live in the five towns. It's on Central Avenue, Cedarhurst. And I love that fake crab, fake shrimp. There was like instead of General Tso's sesame chicken, the General Tso's fish. The Sea Dynasty kind of stuff? Huh? The Sea Dynasty kind of stuff? Dynasty, yeah, yeah, the Dynasty kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I actually like that. And because restaurants also don't have big enough kitchens, we have to have fish and meat separate to cook it in the kitchen. What exactly is that stuff, the fake shrimp? Is that just imitation it, fish? It's imitation fish, pollock usually, and you know, other chazerai. Well, well, it's delicious, fried. So it is delicious fried. That's why I love anything fried. I'm Most of it is delicious fried. Yes. A- anything is delicious when it's fried. The Orthodox Jews got, got around on sushi once they realized they could fry it. Try making a chillant bowl, breading it, and oh, frying oh, it. Oh, that's, that's... I never you tried want, that you yet, want to cause to You want to cause people to have seizures, don't you? That's... <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. A lot of my Instagram, you don't even see what I eat, because I go out to a lot of places, 
And there's some places. Why did you not bring about, this stuff? Did you warn me? Did you tell me what I'm getting myself into? You had no, that just you means I got to no come back idea. another time. That means I got to come back another exactly, time. Exactly, and you take us out another time for dinner. <laughs> like like, like, like an experimental host will have another experimental guest we'll on the exp- line. I know you like Supreme Cuts, so, you know, you should take us I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with it. But what I will tell you is that, to be totally honest with my following on Instagram, there's a lot of food pictures that I don't, I don't even put on. When I go out, and yes, I do pay for my meals. When I go out, um, contrary to popular belief, Koshiguru does have a real job also to pay the bills because I got four kids in yeshiva, and you might have gone to yeshiva Flatbush. My kids aren't after. Very, very expensive. Excuse, Great education. Excuse me. Great education, but very expensive. Um, big shout out to Hafter Hooks. But that. Well, you don't like the MTA Lions? <laughs> <laughs> my kids don't have to. Um, with that being said, there's so many places that people actually follow me on Instagram to see what's good and what's what I call amazing and want to go see. But unfortunately, there are so many places out there that are so bad, that had such bad experiences with. And I really try not to be negative on Instagram. I'm not there to take Can away someone's names, but is it, it sort of lost on since we're not including any people's names? Well, well but, now you want names, now you don't want names. It is the nine days. We're about to let well, We have to let be me, very careful. We're, it's like surgery, okay? Yeah, let me come back after Tishbub. Then I can have a whole nother year to, you know, at least like Elosman, at least MTM Kipper and everything else to when I have time to repent. Tishbub's like, you know, like two days away. It's not yet. Uh, it can't be that bad. I, I miss, but, I miss And then chicken. the owners come over to me and say, listen, I'm not going to charge you. Give me a nice write-up. Put it up. I'm like, like, do me a favor. Here's my credit card. Just charge me. Just charge me. I'd rather help you. I'd rather give you advice and come back when it actually is good. And I can recommend people coming here. You know, I'll give you an example. There was a new restaurant in Borough Park. Magazine that I'm very uh, affiliated with and write for. They wrote a beautiful piece can on I, it. Can I, can I guess? Fleischick's? The magazine? Yes, it's Fleischick's yes, magazine. Of course. Yes. So I because I'm, I'm very highly involved the crockpot show uh, with uh, uh, Isaac Bernath and uh, yeah very cool and, yeah yeah so Pechasarkowitz we know we know we know we know each other you know each other we, not in the biblical sense we, but you we, know each we other we know each other <laughs> I hear you I hear you um, so we went there and it was just terrible it was terrible so I didn't even write about it I didn't even put a story on it I'm like you went one time it's a great meal and then you go another time and I was like. I was like, oh, wow. And then my friend sent some other people there. Just I, Listen, I know they're trying and everything else, but just because certain people are Was great, it a new place? I'm sorry? Was it a new place? Don't say anything. Crown Heights, don't say anything. Isn't there, isn't there a policy? In, shouldn't you know that you don't go to a restaurant in the first month they're open, month and a half? Well, this is a little after a month and a half, but okay. still, people who are great at catering and great at other things are not always restaurant people. Got it, so you restaurant, assume that they're going to get it right. Oh, but I, I believe me, Ram Caterers would probably be delicious as a restaurant because I know Simon... Very, very Simon's a great guy. Yeah, Simon's amazing, and uh, so, and you know what, Ram is excellent, by the way. Um, but I'm more of a main event muzzle type of guy, just because I grew up working for them. Uh huh. So, uh, so basically, I had my actual my bar mitzvah by Old Westbury. Really? I did. It was delicious. Old Westbury. How old are you? Are you like 15? No, I am 19. Really? Exactly. But by, by the way, by you I feel so me, young here. You are probably very young. Probably, you I, know. I, I am very young here. I you could be here. my son. I hate when people say that. No, you can't, by the way. I'm just saying. Um, no, I mean, like, you can't. I'm not adopting We're you. We're not going to do the Jerry Springer thing like you are the father. No, 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 no. no, no. No, but by the way, Old Westbury Hebrew Congregation, believe it or not, I looked at that before, Ram, when I was still doing Cater many years ago. Do you ago. believe in Morel? Look what happened to Morel. Do you, do you remember Scott? Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember Scott? I, I honestly don't know him personally, but I was in the catering world with him at the same time. We were competing jobs and everything else. But, but I don't know was... if you know, but the Michelin chef actually went to Ram. 
I forgot who it was because really I didn't know that we d- yeah, yeah 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 we ended up having light up can- light up cotton candy we had um we spent a lot of money on food well <laughs> being that you went at the old old Westbury Hebrew congregation it's I can tell yeah. that so I saw the place before they were built out I actually did a wedding many years ago someone who's on the board there and they wanted me to come in and do it it was just unfortunately for me financially too much at the time. I was on that RAM level, uh, but the place is gorgeous. The place—it's it's a gorgeous venue. But not only that, the grounds are nice. But it became—they went from the Sephardic crowd to the Persian crowd now, because of Great Neck is much closer. Exactly. Great Neck. It's it's, it's on Long Island, Great kind of on, on the North Shore. They wanted something different than always Great Neck Synagogue and going to the. The Persians are kind else. of a gang that I don't deal with. They're like, um, like something I don't. I deal with the Sephardim because I grew up with the Sephardim, but the Persians are on the Chamais, so it's uh, uh, Are you trying <laughs> to say the Persians are not Sephardi? <laughs> No comment. Okay, right. Anyway, moving right along. Shalom, I'm going to shoot over to you. No, sure. So, you know, as the guru, this is a a question I assume you have an opinion on. What do you think is currently the best kosher food neighborhood in New York? Kosher food neighborhood in New York. Okay, so... As a Kronheitzer, I have a dog in this fight, so, you know. So so, so let's take a step back. Excuse me? (laughs) Dogs are not kosher, relax. It's not cooking dog. It's a... It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. A metaphor it's, like, you know, speaking it's, of it's Chinese food, uh, <laughs> yes, I was going to say, yeah, that Peking duck is not Peking duck, it's Peking cat. Um, so I will say, outside of Manhattan, and I did say Manhattan because there's two T's in there, guys, and you're in college and you know about it. I'm really, outside I'm of Manhattan, really let's talk about Manhattan for a second. You have the most high end, high scale right. restaurants, reserve cut, um, UN Plaza Grill, Wall, Wall Street, Street Grill, Grill now, right. Mike's Bistro. Put that on the side, because Manhattan is a beast of its own. I truly believe... Also, often you call it a neighborhood. It's a big place. Correct. But I also truly believe those restaurants cannot make it outside of Manhattan. I mean, because they're in Manhattan, and the the, 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 the tourists, the business people, like, they go out in business the, meetings. The there business and lunch crowd. Correct. And also the business dinner crowd. They go out, you know, high-end clients. Whole nother beast. In today's time, which is very, very funny, um, full disclosure, I am not a Chabadnik, even though I have the beard and I get asked that all the time. I grew up as a regular modern Orthodox kid from New York, from Queens, New York, and Long Island, with Yeshiva my entire life. Just have the beard because it became cool a few years ago to grow a beard, and it was always very annoying to shave all the time. I'm working on mine, okay? I hear you. <laughs> um, with that being said, I have to say in today's day and age, which is funny, the reason why I'm saying it is because when I grew up, the only time, the only time, I went to Crown Heights. Is when my father took me, my parents, whatever, took me as a kid to get a bracha from the Rebbe when the Rebbe was alive and giving out dollars and brachas. I still remember that. And went to the museum over there, the Jewish Children's Museum. Oh, nice. That was the only time someone who not part of the Kahila over there went to Crown Heights. Why else would you go to Crown Heights? Right. There was no, there was no reason to go. In today's day and age, and, and by the way, I, I give mad props and a big yeshakach to everybody in the community there. And there's also people who move from outside in the communities and want a different vibe, a different chill. Back in the day, if we're talking about any other community, and we could throw out every community, and I'll break it down for you, but Crown Heights today became a foodie destination. I never thought on a Wednesday night or even a Tuesday night that I'm going to, I want to drive into Crown Heights to try the food and everything. Um, What Crown Heights is today to food, nobody would have ever, ever imagined. No one would have ever, even gamblers wouldn't have taken that bet. If, (laughs) If I bet you in 10 years... Crown Heights is going to be the foodie destination. What are you, nuts? Nobody would have taken Besides that Besides the food, the schnapps is even better. Okay, hey, okay. I don't know if I'm bringing it. Come on, you can't give up a Chabad party. Come on. So in your opinion, Crown Heights takes the top spot? If you're talking about New York City, in the five boroughs. New York City neighborhoods. New York City, they, yeah, they do. 
I like it. Okay. Is it because because you know what? I grew up in Queens. Queens has a lot. By the way, I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, with for sure. Because a lot of people outside of who are like are Brooklyn people, Queens is that like forgotten borough that one goes to, even more so than the Bronx. At least the Bronx, if they drive through, they go to the country. Queens, they could like, skip, but they go through the Bronx, drive up to the country. Um, so let's go like number. Let's go per like per like center. What is your number one flashics? Restaurant in the tri-state area. Let's just go from like from dairy, so, flashix, power. So I okay. So I was just there yesterday, also, but thirty nine days. But I was there with a business associate of mine who's not Jewish and did order a meat dish and just smelling it. My favorite in the New York City area has to be Reserve Cut, and I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to tell you why. If we want to break down now, once again, if you work as a food critic, let's say you want to go become a food critic for the New York Times the Wall Street Journal, whatever it is. And in the Jewish world, I tell everybody, we don't have a real food critic in today's time. I don't like to consider myself a food critic. I give over my experiences. It's my opinion. I'm not being paid um, by a news publication to do it, so I'm not a food critic. Um, although people think you're a critic, whatever else. When you go in, you look at various different things on a checklist. Ambiance, decor, service, the dishes, the plates, uh, the cleanliness, there's so many things that you check off. And Reserve Cut gives you that entire full experience. If you want to go down and go plate for plate or dish for dish, who has better food? We all know that Mike Gershkovich of Mike's Bistro is super talented. His food is amazing. It really, really is. He's a super talented guy. But if you ask me the overall restaurant, I always, in my opinion, I tell people Reserve Cut. So basically, the full package. Detective, versus, the full package. detective versus critic, are you a food detective? Explain what you mean by detective, because if I could shoot people, uncovering this if I could shoot people and arrest people, I'm down for that one. That's why they give you swords and flashics like restaurants, exactly. And for number one, dairy, I, I gotta, I gotta find out about. But during like, because I know people are driving their heads crazy regarding the nine days, three weeks, whatever, regarding eating dairy. It's so good question, good question. Um, I miss um, Vabene. And Miss Fabeni is a, a, a as a great dairy restaurant. Dairy is a little hard over here. I've had great dairy down in Florida. I believe the South Florida food scene is amazing. Um, out in California, food scene has become very, very good as well. I'm in California a lot during the month, but I'm gonna have to go here in New York. It's gonna be hard. Um, no Dewey. Hmm. No where, Dewey. Where, where is that located? On the Upper West Side. Upper West Side. Yeah, there used to be a restaurant called Levana back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's in that location. Also, I have to give a big shout out. Um, they are expanding and growing uh, physically because they took over the next space. But if you haven't been to Barnea Bistro Manhattan, that is a total another bistro experience. It's, um, it, I think just for me, it doesn't make it on, uh, uh, when you ask me about Reserve Cut to Barnea, just because of the whole package that, and the, the sheer size of what Reserve Cut could do. But if you're looking for a close number two and right there, um, Barnea Bistro. If you haven't been there yet, go check it out. I gotcha. And we're going to the final category. What about the bakeries? Ooh, bakery. Kopp, Sashvitsky, Strauss. This gets emotional everything. People. people. People are very emotional about their bakeries. Let's, people I, I, are very emotional about the bakeries. They are, excuse me. A person from Barga is being a citizen of Bar Park. We, ha we are very, very territorial regarding our bakeries because Strauss tends to run everything in Bar Park. Listen, but, well, everyone, but everyone knows that Williamsburg... They monopolize, they monopolize everything. And I believe me, I love Strauss, but they monopolize everything. There used to be a bakery in Williamsburg, but it closed down. They had two of them. I forgot what it was called. Let's see. Ooh, it was amazing. I used to go buy Hanukkah time buy, buy for, for my donuts. Um, Are you a Dunkin' guy also or no? A Dunkin' guy? 
I do like Dunkin', by the way. I don't like Dunkin' coffee. I'll be straight. I don't like Dunkin' coffee. But for a regular Dunkin' donut, which is actually a fresh made Because I know you donut, import your coffee. I've seen... Yes, yes, I do import my coffee, which you could buy online. And I, I got to be honest with you. There's two coffees that I love and I fell in love with. One is Irving Farms, which is actually um, um, roasted up in upstate New York. And then Cafe Joe. Mm-hmm. Cafe Joe is imported from Israel. And if you actually taste it, it's insane. Is it like natural, like the like Hawaiian, like... Uh... The coffee beans, like it tastes very earthy. Or it does taste very earthy, but it, it's just The Kona delicious. coffee, because I import Kona coffee. Okay. Because I, I love but the You don't have coffee. the burnt taste like a Starbucks. It happens to be but delicious. I, but the thing is, I've seen with Starbucks and Dunkin', they literally have watered down their coffee. Correct. That's why I really don't enjoy going there. What about but coffee bean? Coffee bean's delicious. You've been, probably been there by FIT. They're by in the city. They're they, Well, they used to be in the city. Oh, mm, excuse um, me. I don't think they're still open anymore. Are, aren't they? No, but they're all over California. That's, other that's how much I drink coffee. That's what you drink coffee. <laughs> I drink a lot a day. I uh, actually have an espresso machine in my house. I got one of those Breville machines that uh, bought actually at Focus in Borough Park. Oh. Uh, Focus Camera. They sell a lot more than just cameras, I was told. And I was educated on that. My cousin actually owns Focus, so thank you for the money. Who's Evie? <laughs> Comment. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, Greenberg. That, that was the smoothest ad read of all time. That was that was stellar, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> not even a customer. We, we basically fool the, the fool the people that we interview before they even come for an interview. That's how clever we That's are. That's incredible. We're on the same page with all of that. No, I'm connected um, to Shoe Palace unless you're eating shoes. We 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 families connected. Uh, Focus Shoe Palace and uh, a lot of hot salt members. Peppermill. No. Oh, there's some connection with Pepper Mill on a 16th Avenue over there also. That's I don't know about that. You have a you have a column in Ami where you um, like talk about like a new cool food item. Correct. What's the wildest thing you were asked to review? So let's go back for one second because you asked me about the bakery. Right. Sure. I didn't answer that bakery question yet because it's very very. You've hard. been dodging a lot of like definitive you, you, answers. You have been this, worse so. than because I've been worse. You're worse than, than a Democrat Trump? versus the national convention. Okay. <laughs> you are worse than somebody going completely wrong. You are just for the record, I am a staunch conservative Republican. And I'm proud of it. Me I'm also. I love there. Trump. Me too. Me. me. And too. I'm probably gonna get like my listeners go call me up, be like, "What are you doing?" Uh, you know what? It's time to just be honest with everybody else. It's better off, not be afraid it's of, better uh, off of the Democrats. Yeah, I don't want to be uh, afraid. I'm going to be proud of who I am and uh, proud American over here. I'm into that, you know? I'm main. Um, okay, so getting back to bakeries. See, my problem is, is that growing up in Queens, I never had those experiences of the bakeries in Brooklyn and everything else. Like the fresh bakery, like the fresh loaf of babka. They, they have, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Don't, don't call me nuts, but I do import Angel Wings from Queens Bakery. Queen's Kosher Bakery. I usually get it by Chlun in on King's Highway. Cool. Yeah. But, but which bakery in? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but because Queen's Pita on Union on Main Street in Kew Gardens Hills happens to be very very good. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But the thing is that um, they might be like an Israeli company, so I'm okay. not exactly sure. But what I will tell you is that recently I was out by Patisse Bakery mm. um, in New Jersey. Now Patisse is is that Moshe Wendel's? Yeah, Chef Moshe Wendel's over there. Star. And let me tell you something. Star. I loved Pardes. They see it all the time. I, I met Moshe Wendell, I think it was the third night he was open at Pardes. Pardes changed my life, straight up. It, it was me, me and a bunch of yeshiva guys, we're out one night, and we're like, let's go, there's a new place on Clantic Avenue, let's go. We, we show up, we're like, you guys need a, you need a reservation. We're like, oh, we don't have a reservation. Okay, then we'll show us in a corner, five guys. And of course, we're scared of the menu, because a bunch of, like, we're, we're, we're kids. You can't like, even read half the menu. Like, what is this? It. So he was like, what's, what's the safest thing? There's a burger. We ordered the burger. And after I took a bite, I was like, I realized that everything I tasted till then was, like, blurry somehow. This was the the sharpest 
It was just a different experience. His flavor profile is ridiculous. Insane. Sharp, just just. So what stacked he's doing in layers. baking right now at Patis is insane. Really, really, really insane. Um, okay, so what was the other question that we were backtracking with? The the wildest food item for Ami. Yes. Okay, so Ami sends me every month about a, a box of ten to fifteen different products. I have to pick five out that I like. I'm gonna be honest with you. In the kosher world right now, in products. There's nothing been so wow or different. Really? There, there really hasn't. Um, quality frozen foods recently imported a spicy kishka. No one ever did a spicy kishka. Interesting. It was at its parv. You would think Milmart would come out of that right, first. But it's parv. A parv spicy kishka. That's insane. Yeah, so that was something very, very different, and I was impressed with it. Um, then at the food show, which I actually ended up writing about it, mm-hmm. also, i, I got to give Kavod Kavod his due. Also, not a customer, but just giving Kavod quality frozen foods. They imported or started uh, distributing these peanuts. Now, on these flavorful peanuts, if you know, usually if you have a bowl of peanuts and it's different, you know, wasabi flavor, all these other uh-huh. flavors, when you touch it, it gets all over your hands. Exactly. The, the flavoring comes off. Correct. These do not. That's a chiddush. It is a chiddush. And I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. You know, it wasn't rubbing off. There was no schmutz on your hands afterwards. Not that it was like, oh, my God, the most amazingly different product, but it was cool. It's an innovation. It's an innovation. A very innovative product. Um, this week I wrote about the new Mahadran ice cream that came out because it was caramel, but it was like 30% less fat. So when I'm trying to lose a little weight, which isn't working. Do you believe in that? Do you believe that these yogurts and everything else that come out are actually less sugar, Splenda, and like Tuvia, whatever? So I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a health coach. I don't pretend to be because I eat a lot. But you can eating. taste it. You, can, but, you taste the difference. I will tell you, um, I was hired by... Norman's yogurt when they first opened up when we first wow. started to go out and do like a little sticky video there and Norman's I, has delicious yogurt so Jacob Glauber Yaakov Glauber who's their like food scientist I knew from my pomegranate days the guy is Taka a genius comes up with all his recipes and everything else and I saw the plant I actually saw how they make everything and we walk through but besides the, the sticky video I got a whole um, education on the probiotics and the and the sugar free and everything and what they use and I gotta be honest with you I can't speak about, about anybody else but understanding and seeing what Norman's does and their process and their actual production facility, yes, I now do believe in it. And beforehand, I did not. I'll tell you, I thought it was all, mm-hmm. you know, nourishkeit, the probiotics, the things, the things hitting your blood, whatever it is. No, it was actually very cool. So basically, we're going to go from food now to more home values in the sense. What is a Shabbos like in your household? Is it more customary or is it more experimental? Um, are you talking about food-wise? Food-wise, yeah. Okay, so so food-wise, it's a little bit of both. I love, we have what we call our, sh- our Shalom Bias foods. Like, I love my uh, baked eggplant with tahina. I always have to have gefilte fish. I love gefilte fish. I know, but I, I eat it with chreinase. Make our own little chreinase. Would you characterize that being like an appetizer? Yeah, an yeah. appetizer. Um, for like uh, Shabbos lunch this week, we're making fried veal chops. Interesting. Second of fried veal chops. Uh, we always sing Zemiros. The Biala Rebbe, who I'm very close with in B'nai Brak, Give me a bracha, and then you always have to sing uh, Zemiros at the Shabbos table. Actually, gave me uh, a personalized Zemiros on the Bialar Rabbit, so I'm very into that. Um, we sing Zemiros. Um, I have one boy and three sons. S- sorry, one boy, three sons. Yes, one boy and three daughters. Um, <laughs> so Shabbos is the girls are always helping out in the kitchen. Even my son is helping out at the table, helps cook. Um, we have everybody helping out in the kitchen. We make all of our homemade dips. Now, every now and again, I do buy dips from other sources to try it and have it out, but I will tell you, I have... Homemade dips at every meal. If I'm not mistaken, I see you sometimes buy gourmet lot probably. I, I like probably buying the hummus uh, and everything else. So no, so it's not a gourmet lot. I don't buy any hummus at gourmet lot. 
No, there's two areas, two stores in the five towns where I get some stuff from. One is... Well, do you, uh, do you not believe in the Brooklyn stores, like Breadberry or Gourmet Glots? I'm just like, not traveling to Brooklyn. I, I live there. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I believe them. I love Breadberry. Well, Breadberry's I, I completely agree with you. I, I know Mr. Gluck, right? So, um, believe me, their food's delicious. Correct. It's like a Whole Foods. It is. It, it is. It's, 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 a, it's amazing. But there's a restaurant 550 in Cedars, and on Friday they come out with these amazing Shabbos foods, and then Geffen Gourmet in Hewlett. And just their different dips that are so not commercialized. They really, they taste homemade. They're amazing. Um, and 550 has a pastrami challah. Get this, a pastrami challah. He soaks his challah, puts pastrami in there, and it's Why do you not challah. live where he lives? That's, that's... Well, that's, you're, that's, you're always invited to come for Shabbos. I think, can, oh, I think it's sure too much. For Shabbos. But if you guys want to hang out with me on a Friday over there, um, the buffet there is insane. 550, guys, be my guest. You'd be my experimental guest. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Guru... I want to thank you after coming over here to a Hava Radio Network. Remember to listen to our show. Give a shout. I'm mean, gonna give, give a shout out to your Instagram page, the at Kosh- Kosher Guru, right now, and also at a Hava Radio Network, ninety point three FM NY, only on Fridays twelve to three, only on ninety point three FM. Peace out, good Shops, guys. Good jobs. <laughs> Show me a strong